Fly me to the moon, Yos. Let me go bowling amongst the stars. Gary Anderson and the Aggies is who I adore. <laughs> Listen, Wednesday, for your chance to win tickets to the Black Crows. The Black Crows, Chris and Rich Robinson, reunite for a 30-year anniversary celebration of their landmark quintuple platinum al- debut album, Shake Your Money Maker for a 2020 World Tour. See them play the album in its entirety, plus all the hits when they come to Yosana Amphitheater Tuesday, September 1st. Tickets are on sale now. Purchase your tickets at LiveNation.com. I've shooken my moneymaker. Yeah, shake your moneymaker. I know, but this September is in the past 1, tense. 2020, you're going to be free. It's a ways out there, but get your tickets now. This is September 1st. You don't need the 2020. The question, Utah's bearing down on a playoff spot, BYU and Utah State are going bowling. What more could we ask for? Colton has an easy answer to that. What? Aggies getting to the MWC championship game. Unlikely. Unlikely they beat Boise State, and then that would still be a three-way tie. Would, we win, would they win that, or could Air Force get beat? So it's a two-way tie, and they got the tiebreaker. Yeah, when you lose the coaching staff and uh, the number of players they lost off uh, offense and defense and then your best defensive player goes down with a season-ending injury, I think you have to look at it. You have, you have to have realistic expectations. Seven and five. If you've got 50 new players and a new staff and your star defensive player goes down with an injury. Because that's really what you're saying. They probably lose to Boise State at home. They probably go down to New Mexico and win the season finale. Then they're 7-5 and and they're bowling and we'll see who they play and where. Yeah. Probably the potato bowl. I I thought the comment of the weekend was Zach Wilson when they asked him about the bowl. He said, well, yeah, last year we went to Idaho. This year we're going to Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) Upgrade. (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) Don't overthink it here, people. I know. What would you rather do? <laughs> and he had a little smile on his face when he said it. I mean, he's right. <laughs> it's not a glamorous bowl, but all those bowls run together. So you might as well go out there and experience that in December. That sounds like a fun time to me. That's something that BYU should try to do. It's not convenient in the location and the time isn't the best, but if you're trying to reward the kids and the folks inside the program... they got fans out there. Hawaii's bowl eligible if they don't win the conference, which I guess at that point you probably get Vegas, but BYU-Hawaii in Hawaii, that would be a pretty good matchup. I'd like it more than BYU in Memphis and Florida. Uh, yeah, sure, but at Christmas Eve at 6 o'clock our time, I think, it's just not, it's not ideal to be watching football, but... It's more of a reward for the folks in the program. Boise was fine. I was up there last year, and that was fine. I mean, I went to a couple of the activities that they had, and they they were okay. I mean, it was cold, but it wasn't freezing. Just can't go outside cold. And the the day of the game was okay. Uh, But Hawaii... Would be fun. I mean, whether you have fans there, you're probably not going to have that many fans there. Just because they're out there doesn't mean they're going to go to the game on Christmas, on Christmas Eve. Eve. Yeah, if they get twenty five thousand, that'd be a big crowd. I think so. Colin tweets at us. What more could we want? Two words. Two words. USF Toledo. 
a BYU fan who will be left with well, what it that, could have That's going to stick there forever. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But you didn't get it. I have no excuses for those and no reasons why they didn't happen. Uh, but I think you have to look at the overall package. I picked the Cougars 8-4. and four. Eight and four seemed to me the best they could do, but now you do look at those two fourth quarters and think ten and two was within within the grasp. Yeah, but that's what looted. losers do. Because you could go well, Tennessee and USC, you could easily yeah. be six and six. Yeah, but nobody does that, right? Hey, I'm not giving back the games we won. Please. Right. If uh, Slovis's pass doesn't get tipped and they they score, blah blah blah, and who was who got behind it? Was it Simon? Who got who got behind the defense that Wilson found? It was seven. Yeah, and so if uh, Tennessee's defense is awake, uh, that doesn't happen. So yeah, you can you can play that game till you're blue in the face. The fact is, is this is what happened. Here's the result, and you get better. And I can, in my mind, BYU's football program has gotten better this year, and so that's what matters. We've seen internal improvement, and. I think that's what you can ask for. Is does the team get better? Is the program in better shape today than it was in August? I think the answer is yes. BYU fans, what's the answer to that question for you? I suppose there's some BYU fans who are gonna point out, well, it's not done yet, there's three games to go, and you just count UMass as a gimme, they're forty and a half point favorites. Mm-hmm. So that would be seven and four. But if they were to lose to San Diego State and lose the bowl game, they'd be seven and six, the same record as last year. And they need to exceed that. I get your point because I don't think they'll lose both those games. It would seem like they should, at, at minimum, split them. And so that would be an improvement statistically. And then I think you have to add in the fact that you got a sophomore quarterback and you got a chance to improve again. Well, if, and the, you, if no, this were the record with a senior quarterback, yeah. maybe you'd feel different. But it wasn't just a sophomore quarterback, it was, it was going through freshman three, quarterbacks. Going through three guys. So let's give the coaching staff, which tends to get all sorts of abuse, some credit there. And obviously you've got to give the individuals because players play. And they went out there, in particular Romney and the Boise game. Hats off to that young man. He played very, very well and got them to win. And that, that's good. They put them, coaches put the players in positions to win, and they did. I still think that the program is in better shape. If you lose the same, now if you lose forty-two to ten, that's another story. But if you lose twenty-four uh, twenty-three, that seems to be more yeah. the score of a lot of yeah. Aztec games. They're not playing forty-two to ten games. This There's year. got to be a winner and loser every game. And if you and you don't play slob, you don't have a bunch of personal fouls or stupid penalties. You know, you got first and goal to two, and you jump off sides or something. Stuff that's inexcusable. You can lose a ball game. And you know, still feel like, hey, you played well. The other team played well, too. They made a player or two more. That's the way it goes. I don't know how that game's going to play out. I'm interested. Look forward to watching it. Have they set a time for that? Do we know? Is there a time for that game yet? I am not aware of one currently. No. I haven't seen one. And uh, so, I mean, hopefully it will not conflict here with Utah and Colorado. So you can sit down and watch it. I'm, 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 I was one of the games I circled when the schedule first came out, for sure. Uh, interested. Two old rivals, uh, Rocky Long, doesn't think they should be playing. BYU hates that BYU left. Found it. BYU and San Diego State, 7 o'clock mm-hmm. on CBS Sports Network. Correct. 7 o'clock our time. Do we have a time for Colorado and Utah yet? We do Are not. They, they're going to wait a six-dayer on that like they did? We Let's do, hope not. We do not have a time for any games uh, on that Thanksgiving Saturday. The Washington-Washington State Apple Cup game on Friday has a time, but nobody else in the conference has one. Yeah, they haven't played. Uh, Colorado and Utah has, hasn't played that late-night uh, broadcast time yet, I think. 
off the top of my head. Uh, it seems like the one night game the year Colorado won the division. It, it ended there, at night for it sure. It ended in the dark. Yeah. But I, I don't remember. But right. I mean, a four o'clock game ends in the dark. Right. Uh, and so that, that that's a big game for BYU for sure. I get it. I still think that it's the right thing to do to extend Satagi. I think the program is in a better spot today than it was this time last year. Obviously, it's much better than it was two years ago. And I think they're in a better spot than they were earlier this season. It's the right thing to do. The thing that really showed me, when they lost those two games, everybody and their dog was down on these guys, right? Down on every coach. And they got up off the schneid. They they rallied. That El Bakary interview really stuck with me. You say, well, he's our guy. We're going to play for him. And we understand that Tom was saying, he's your coach. He's my coach. And then he flashed the uh, the crowd, pulled his shirt up. Flashed the crowd. That was awesome. He did. He did. <laughs> Just with other articles. That visual was unnecessary. And if Tom were here, he would say it was unnecessary. And Tom's not here, so I'm going to say it for him. He, he flashed the folks in the, the locker room. The t-shirt. Well, you had to pull it up. He didn't, did he take it off or did he pull it up? He had a jacket on the unzipped. And oh, oh, that's a flash. Did the Superman. He flashed the team. You flash to the post. He flashed the team. I do flash to the post. <laughs> flash and, to the post. And the post doesn't like it. I've spoken to the post, that's and they're saying, story. would you tell DJ to stop flashing well, me? Well, Locke told me it was inefficient, so I don't do it anymore. <laughs> so Three is more than two, DJ. Quit flashing to the post. That's what Locke said. Let them build. This, is the, this would be the worst time to make a coaching change. Now, if they make coaching changes to the assistant coaches, that's another story. Yeah, but that's kind of an annual event in college football. It really is. It's kind of how things yeah. work. You don't. You just sort of just the don't days of Lavelle keeping life. a staff together for more than a decade. That's that's not really. It didn't really happen in that era that often, and it certainly didn't happen now. Right, and particularly where they're at, and the money that they pay. Well, the thing they can is, easily if you, get guys picked off. If you right, exactly. If you have any success, guys are going to get offered more money somewhere else, and they can't match normally. And guys are on the move all the time. Yeah. Utah State will be uh, 2 o'clock in New Mexico, so those games won't overlap. 2 o'clock on that Thanksgiving weekend. So that, uh, we'll just have a week to, from Saturday? Yeah, we'll just have to wait and find out when Utah-Colorado falls into that. But Aggies at 2 and Cougars at 7. Yeah. And the Aggies do have a chance to still maybe win that division if they could find a way to upset Boise State. That'd be weird. Oh, that'd Boise be State's huge. only got one loss, and it's to BYU, and now they've got a single one is to Utah State. They're cleaning up on everybody else. But Air Force, to, to keep going here, Air Force does have to play Wyoming still. And Wyoming's capable of winning that game. Wouldn't favor them, but they're capable. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I've year for uh, the Aggies. This is a gigantic game. This sets your season up to be, it was it okay or was it pretty good? You know, it's kind of a swing game. And you've got oh, smoke. It's a definite that, upgrade to take down a nationally ranked team in front of your fans. I mean, this is going to have a big game feel. We don't know if Jordan Love's going to play. If he does play, we don't know if he's 100% yeah, but we don't or know who's Boise State's quarterback either. So That doesn't matter. They're them. <laughs> we're us. Stop with I your mean, all logic. These folks, like my buddy Jason Reed at ESPN. Well, you, uh, you, you don't, didn't have Zach Moss. Well, they got the trump card. They played a third-team quarterback who we can argue was the fourth-team quarterback. But the third-team guy quit. 
I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> so stop with all this blah, 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 if this, if that, and yada, yada, man. It doesn't matter. You got guys, they got guys, your guys, blah, blah, blah. What is SC going to say? Well, yeah, they, they beat, uh, we lost to BYU because we didn't have Rector, our stud defensive end. Yes. And then he came fun. back for Utah. And he's really good. I mean, come on. You just can you go back no, and forth forever. I think what USC that. fans will say is you only won the division because you didn't play Oregon. If you played Oregon, we played Oregon State. Well, we'll they beat Oregon. The Utes, the Utes have a chance to answer that in the conference title. Right. Yeah. That's the great thing about Utah's success all this this whole season is that yeah, it's been built largely upon at best mediocre opponents. But they'll have that answer. It, they, they have a one-game season. How crazy is that? 11-1, and one, and then you put it all on the line against yeah. Oregon. It'll boil down to a one-game season. That is very, very rare. You didn't even get that in the Mountain West. I think in the Mountain West, you had, a, you had more tests than you have this year in the Pac-12. Because you had two. Because you had TCU and BYU there at the end when the conference kind of broken into two tiers. Yeah, and maybe Air Force, you know, depending. Uh, San Jose State, uh, hit and miss. I, don't, I can't remember. In how that era, though, they weren't good in that decade. It was a complete miss. That decade was a bad decade. Okay. We don't speak of that decade. All right. Cal Poly, SLL. But, but then you had, but you also had Colorado State. And so when were they? were they, good early they, in the decade. They were, Sonny Lubick before, was pretty doggone They were really good, good yeah. before TCU came in. By the time TCU came in, Sonny, Sonny was gone, Sonny and, and CSU had run its course. Yeah. yeah, So I understand that. So here, in this situation, you're getting more tests then, but you'll have this huge test. You wouldn't have the test, although that TCU team, the year they came in and the gal flashed, what year was that? I mean, they were really, really good, that TCU team. Yes, that was their – They had, didn't they have back-to-back yeah. uh, BCS busters? They went to the Rose Bowl and beat mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Right. And the Utes failed that test miserably. Now this Oregon thing – Will just be so much hype, biggest game they will have ever played. That that is just going to be so cool, and I suspect there'll be a lot more energy in the stadium than there was last year because Oregon's had three weeks to sell tickets and buy airplane tickets and fly. They know they're in. Utah knows they're in. They do too now. Ever <laughs> since the Washington game, and it, so get out there. Oh, and I load think, it up. Yeah, I think there will. Can you drive it from from Oregon? How long a drive is that? Seems like it ought to be about what it is from here. Maybe right. a little less. I would think a little less. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a straight shot south. Yeah. I'm not I mean, I've been to Oregon several times for work, but I'm very unfamiliar with the freeways. Now you get once you cross the border, I mean I'm all over it. I can I mean I can even I can, not as well, but I do have a fair amount of experience through with work I-5. and personal reasons in the Bay Area. But my, my wheelhouse is Southern California, that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, I would think. Should we go to break? You want to talk Southern California freeways? I would think Oregon folks would be there. Yeah, I mean that's one state away. We're two states. I I, I would think. What do you think, you'd fans? I'm saying fifteen thousand. Eugene, eight hours. So Portland's going to be nine. Yeah, but if you're coming from Eugene, turn out the lights in Eugene. Everybody's headed south. I assume a lot of their fans drive down from Portland from games. Or maybe even Vancouver. It's just right across the border. Good point, PK. Which is essentially Portland anyway. Thank you. I mean, it's there's no right, there's so, only minutes difference. So uh, forty thousand for this game. 
50? I want to say 50, but is that too much? It does feel like too much. It just Every time I watch the Pac-12 in a neutral site, I mean, they had a big crowd yeah, when they right. were playing on you're campus. Right. You're right, you're right, you're right. But this is different. But because this is the game of the year. I know, and these two teams, there's been a lot of time to sell tickets. There isn't always. Sometimes teams find out just a week or two that they're going. Now, these teams have known for a while. And there's potentially a playoff berth sitting out there for a team. Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. And there's a, there's a, if there's a playoff berth on the line for the winner, that means the Rose Bowl's on line for the loser. Sweet. Either way. Yeah, it's huge. Ute fans, I think Ute fans are going to rally. I'm going 15,000. My Ute fans, I know you down on me, some of you, but I think there's enough of you who still love me up. Am I right? 15,000 of us. And 35,000 Oregon fans for a crowd of 50? Or 25,000 for a crowd of 40? I would probably... I nobody would, in the I Bay Area love, cares. Um, maybe football fans. I used to go to Fiesta Bowls growing up, and I, I never cared. I know, but I just look at Cal and Stanford. How many of those fans are going to show up to see? No, I said football fans. I didn't say Cal and Stanford fan. fans. Just football fans who want to see a game between probably the 5th and 6th ranked teams it's or certainly. the 6th and 7th ranked teams. Unless, I don't know what the tickets are. Are they $200, $300? I mean, that might prevent people, but yeah. if they're fairly reasonable, it's a beautiful stadium. Been there multiple times. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. DJ and PK brought to you in part by Diamond Airport Parking. Begin and end every great trip with Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond offers car-to-curb service, 24-7 airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water, plus no one beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport Parking, just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park, ride, and save. That's Diamond Airport Parking. Big Show. Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. You ready? You guys ready? Utah, their their path to get in, really, what they have to do is they have to absolutely massacre these last four teams left and just cream Oregon in the Pac-12 title game. But how stupid a standard is that? And what difference does it make? All you have to do is win. That's all you should have to do. All this other stuff is cosmetics. Okay, you're going to beat Arizona by 45 points instead of 25. And that makes you worthy somehow? It's stupid. But that's the path to get in. see, these are things that shouldn't really matter. Turn this up. Catch the Big Show, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. We hate it that he got injured. We hate it for him. We hate it for his family. Uh, I hate it if any player on our team gets injured. So, you know, uh, I mean, Godspeed to him and, and, and his entire family and our thoughts and prayers are with him and hope this is not so serious that it has any long-term effect on his, uh, you know, future. Nick Saban talking about Tua Tagovailoa as the Alabama quarterback dislocates his hip late in the first half against Mississippi State. And so he's screaming in pain. It's a horrible injury. And it seems really callous to immediately talk about how it impacts the Utes' uh, college football playoff hopes. Pause. How does it impact the Utes' college football playoff hopes? Even on that, I don't trust the committee. I think it'll actually work for Alabama. Well, they're a really good team. It, and if they win, if they beat Auburn, of course. I totally think... Well, if they, they don't, per- then it doesn't matter. Right. But I think with him, they were going to beat Auburn. Without him, they can now lose the game. And so... Well, I don't know that. That they could lose the game? I don't know that they were going to beat them 
oh, with them. Yeah, I mean, either thought, way, I don't know. I thought they were going to beat them. Yeah, but they've built a power on not having great quarterbacks. It's true. And uh, Yach was just talking in the break about how bad Auburn's offense is. So can the Alabama defense go out there and win a 14-10 to 10 game? Uh, yes. I don't, I, I don't know how bad and then, Auburn's offense is. That Georgia defense. I mean, this is good. A, yeah. the, the SEC. The top of the SEC is really good. They just roll out yeah. dudes one after another, NFL particularly guys. on the defensive yeah. side. When I think of SEC football, I think of – Georgia star 21, Auburn defensive 14. linemen, yeah. star defensive backs, star defensive linebackers. Yeah, I mean, that's that screams to me that the, that's the type of football that they play. And I would have to look at the numbers, but I'm guessing the SEC probably has more defensive guys in the NFL than any conference. So we'll have to see. We won't see anything by Western Carolina. But I, if, if Alabama wins, I think it hurts the Utes. Then they'll say, man, they're really good. Yes, and that argument was already being made in the second half of that game on the broadcast. And they lost one game to LSU. Well, LSU with Burroughs is, they're awesome. It's the best team LSU's ever had. Yes. So, first Sunday in uh, December, Alabama gets in. (laughs) Can't we all see it? Uh, no, all of us can't see it. You can see it. I can see it. Yaw can see it, but he doesn't want his Twitter timeline to fill up the way our timeline is filled oh, up. Oh, mine's filled up a little bit. Though. And I don't oh, take really? any pleasure. You know, really in need a new producer this. in the morning because they clearly need a new morning show. <laughs> well, except the people who say, "Why are you guys even talking about this? It's a waste of time." You know they're not getting in. Well, pick one side or the other, folks. No, no, the audience is divided. Know, they're they're just... not going to. And that's the thing is that we all know that, so we might as well tell you what we think because we're going to get lit up either way. So there's no risk, and the odds are the SEC will get the benefit that's of the doubt. That's what I'm saying. We've seen How the is SEC that so... the guy... get the benefit of the doubt. So my story gets posted on our website. Go read it there, 1280 The Zone, and also gets posted at KSL. And so Josh Furlong is KSL guy. And he covers the use, does a great job covering the use for KSL, right? He'll be up there. We, yeah. we go up every week. He's yeah, he, up there he's every all, week at the I, Kyle press conference there. Monday. Yeah, Moment away, He's always there. Right. So he sees me Saturday night, and we're talking. He's like, I don't understand all this negative reaction. <laughs> he says, you're just saying that, that they're probably going to get hosed, but it's not like they don't deserve it. And I said, yeah, I get it. It's PK. And if he says the sun is hot, there's going to be a fair amount of folks who disagree. Because I say it. I've been to Antarctica, yeah. PK. The sun's not that hard. <laughs> so, there were penguins and ice and everything. And that, so I understand that. I'm saying it's a fantasy because they won't let you in. Not because you don't deserve it. I, di- I got a bunch of blowback when I said that the Utes uniforms look like Ohio State. So I, I, ran, a, I ran a poll. Do they look? Because people, some people in our newsroom were talking about it. How is that it. negative? It looks like New Mexico and UNLV. So I put it up. Does it look like uh, Ohio State? Does it look like UNLV? Does it look like New Mexico? Or does it look like the Utes of your youth? Because if you're, you know... I thought the uniforms were fine. If you're 60 or whatever... To me, they look... I don't watch a whole lot of New Mexico football. Uh, But they still... You've seen New Mexico. They look like them. They didn't ring a bell to me. Okay. To me, it looked like Ohio State. So I put up... The fourth option was the Utes of your youth. Because maybe when you were 15, those were literally the throwback unis they were wearing. Utes in your youth? And so (laughs) a guy tweets at him, what part of throwback do you not understand? Well, the Utes of your youth, dude. (laughs) It's the fourth... It's literally the fourth option. They can't be that sensitive Yes, they they are that sensitive. They were. 
that poll question. It makes question, no sense. It was not meant to rip you. It's just they look like Ohio State. We had to so talk what? about something in the newsroom. They were pounding UCLA senseless. Yeah. Turnover, touchdown, turnover, touchdown, turnover, touchdown. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see it at first, but as I said, the, I don't know if I said it last night or this morning. A friend of mine after the game said, "Man, you are getting some serious hatred." Oh yeah, you said that this morning. So I checked it out. That, oh gosh, my goodness! If you hate me, don't follow me. Don't listen to me. The world goes on either way. I'll survive. It's a bitter time in our country, PK. <laughs> This is crazy. I'm supposed to be everybody's buddy and get no negativity, and I got high school, college, and pro football negativity. Aired the Bronco game. The guy who wanted to see the Texans and the Ravens. Yeah, but did they call you out personally? Did yes, they, say they think that you should I be fired, chose the game. That you should be fired. Yes. You should be fired. Yes. You should be fired. You and I both got that this weekend. You we should were be tagged fired. on the same one. That you should be fired. Yet, we should be fired. You should be fired. We. <laughs> Part of we do you not understand? And clearly. Because I think you should be fired. I agree. <laughs> clearly, I'm biased against 3A football. Yeah, but did the 3A mom say you should be fired? I'll have to go back and read that email. I'll let you know. Did she call you a loser? Did she say you're a. Well, I assume it was the mom a and not the dad because there was no bad P-O-S. language. There was no bad language. Oh, in your world, women don't swear. I wish I lived in your world. Well, I think the dad <laughs> definitely would have. It's not that. It, there That's was no. Sexist. Yes, it is. You're right. But I've been sworn at by enough dads. It's just how I take it now. <laughs> we love our women. They're so pure. Not yeah, all of them. I wish I would have known Mrs. James. <laughs> she was as pure as the driven snow. Dad, on the other hand. Did she wear a dress to dinner every night? No. No, she did not. She, well, have your lunches made? Yes. I should have the lunch made. <laughs> Although, if you walked in at dinner time and you said, what's for dinner while she was cooking? Because she, she really didn't like cooking. And if you said, what's for dinner? You'd get back, food! And you know what I okay. got back? I got bleep on a stick. Nope. She would not say bleep on a stick. She would not do that. You never heard your mother swear? Uh, mild, not anything like your mom. I mean, we can't say what your mom said on the air. Uh, my mother once called me a bleeping a-hole. Yeah, my mom didn't do that. My dad said he was tired of my effing BS, so dad dad let her rip. He didn't. Well, so. justifiably, probably, and realistically, <laughs> it probably had that coming. How old were you? Probably uh, fourteen or fifteen. Oh, the prime age. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I was in the, was in the teen wheelhouse. I was in high school. I, I know that we moved uh, when I was in junior high. We you're not high doing school. it right if you're in high school and your parents don't say that to you. <laughs> That's part of growing up, man. Oh, here it is. Hello? Where is all the information on the 3A championship? The kicker, Sloan Calder, made the only points for Morgan. A 42-yard field goal and a 45-yard field goal, all camps, in the state championship game. And nothing is said about him. The only thing that is shown is the safety. Really? Where is the reporting on the plays that won the game for Morgan? It's very apparent the bias in 6A and 5A. But with that type of accomplishment, no touchdowns in the whole game, and two huge field goals to win the game, can't you give some credit where credit is due? And that was the mother? I assume so. You think that was the dad? Well, why the parent of the kicker. Uh, it's got an, uh, it's got an anonymous... Mom or dad, I'm talking about. It was literally the parent of the it's kicker. It's got an anonymous series of letters that must be a combination of names, so I can't tell who it is. 
Oh, she don't, it might not have been. They didn't sign it. They're not going to put their name on it. I mean, stop with that, please. Cowards. Exactly. The kicker made the only points. Well, there was a safety. He didn't make the only points. That came through in the game. The no, the safety came first. Well, nothing. respond to her. No, I'm not going to do that. Oh, why not? I'm, because you told me not to respond to everybody. I'm going to go this and afternoon. Everybody who came after yes. me over this last few days, I'm going to respond individually to each and every one of you. I don't believe you are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Yak, you want to just uh, mute all the people who are responding to PK with, uh, with yeah, profanity? We need, and We need to talk about that. Loathing. Then they can just shout into the silence. Yeah, well, let them do it. I'm back here at work on Monday. I'll okay. be here tomorrow and the next day in television and yada yada. You know, the uh, the thing that did happen over the weekend that held true again, uh, we always say we root for all the teams to win because we get great ratings. Saturday night, highest rated Saturday night show we've had this football season. We're deeper in the season. The games are more important. And the Utes won. won, the Cougars won, and the Aggies won. Oh, for sure. And we got huge ratings. Well, there's two reasons. I root for teams because it helps work. And plus, I root for teams because I yeah. like the guys. So, and I we do have a steady, steady stream of I'm never watching you again, I'm never listening to you again, and yet we have the highest ratings. So, A few people get loud on Twitter, but they don't necessarily. I, what, what percentage of people do you think believe the Utes are going to go 12-1 and one and get shut out by a second SEC team because that's how it usually breaks. And what percentage of people do you think they're going to get in and they're going to be dropping I told you so's left and right because the Utes are going to get into that four spot. Gonna- uh, I'd say probably about 35% with the I told you so. And believe me, I want you to tell me I told, I told you, you so because so. that means they get in. And, well, and, it makes, and more importantly, it makes it means, better ratings. It means they beat Oregon because this whole discussion That's we're having, awesome. yeah. this whole discussion we're having, assumes they beat Oregon, which is something you can't assume. That should be a game that goes right into the fourth quarter as a battle, a lot like that Washington. And game. you think I want Utah to lose to Oregon? You are Stop nuts. It. Stop it. Under no circumstance do what I is, ever want yuck, Utah. Yeah, what does he think of Oregon? They, I mean, I think he said suck. something about the Ducks once upon a time. Well, they were bought and sold, man. Oregon is just basically a hooker. That's all they are. I, I will, I will kiss Kyle on the cheek if they beat Oregon and go twelve and one. DJ and PK, it's ninety-seven five and twelve eighty the zone. Dudes, there are eleven of us that bought flights to Santa Clara as soon as the Washington game ended. Ute fans will pack that place. It's going to be the game of the year, baby. Go Utes! We coming for that championship. Time for your feedback. Brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only $3.59 per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State or AudiSaltLakeCity.com. Question of the day. Utah bearing down on a playoff spot. BYU and Utah State are going bowling. What more can we ask for? And a lot of people want the Pac-12 title. We just well, heard, who time. was that? Who was that right there, Yak? That was Jacob. Jacob talking about we were discussing earlier what the crowd was going to look like. It's going to be a big time game. Will it have a big time atmosphere? In I believe field? it. I believe it will. And it'll have the best that they've had since they've had them. Devin, I believe that. I still don't know if it'll be big time. Forty thousand in a sixty-five thousand seat stadium or sixty whatever it is isn't going to look that awesome. Fifty, that wouldn't be a sellout. You could make a lot of noise close. with fifty though. 
Devin says there will be a boatload of Oregon fans at the Pac-12 championship game. Oregon fans travel very well. It's eight hours from Eugene. It's ten from Portland. All caps. Go Ducks. Three exclamation points. Go Utes. Four exclamation points. Devin. <laughs> Devin. I want to wear Ute gear to that game. He's <laughs> all red head to toe. <laughs> There's no way I want Oregon to win that game. <laughs> You're just strutting into the press box. <laughs> Chris came around, he's just looking at you, shaking his head. Well, Dave Fox would say it's about time. That's <laughs> 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 he just gives you bones. All right, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I think it will be a big-time atmosphere. I think a lot of Ute fans will show up for sure. Yeah, it's the biggest game you will have played. High stakes. Yeah, they really don't know. And you've had a lot of time to play. Oh, you know, sure, as, yeah. as, our, uh, as our guy just said right there, once they beat Washington, that gives you what, like four weeks, five weeks to get ready? I bought them in September, first week of September. I got everything set up. I thought, I thought it was a guarantee. I felt much better about Utah than I did Oregon. I thought Washington would be better. So what does the national media think? Getting some feedback from them. Dennis Dodds just uh, put up his, uh, his new poll, and he gave Oklahoma a big bump. He's not on the college football playoff committee, but he does write for uh, CBS Sports. Well, I've said all along that Oklahoma worries me relative to the Pac-12. He's got, he's got uh, LSU number one. Of course. Ohio State, Ohio State two, two, Clemson, Clemson three. three. That's the Georgia's four. He's still got Minnesota at five. Ooh. After the loss. I know. Uh, they, he says the Gophers lost by four to a ranked team on the road. They did. And they still have something that they Oregon, did. Alabama, Oklahoma, Utah, and others don't. They and that's do. a win over a top ten team. Now, Minnesota gets a single loss. They're out. It doesn't matter you know, if Ohio State beats Well, they will. Them. Yeah. Well, Wisconsin might get them uh, in the they season could. finale. Yeah. He's got Oklahoma up to six. He's got Penn State at seven. Penn State plays Ohio State this week, and I think they're like an 18-point underdog, something like that. 19. Oklahoma has always been my team that I'm most worried about. He's got Oregon at eight, Alabama at nine, and Utah at ten. Go ahead and call the Utes Georgia Jr. That's not an insult. The Utes play smothering defense and pound the ball with tailback Zach Moss. There, yeah, there are a few ahead. other teams playing as well at the moment. They, there were five turnovers snatched from UCLA. The Utes went over 500 yards for the fourth time this season. So he's really positive in everything well, he says. Everybody is positive about but he ranks. You can't have everybody in the top four. But he ranks him 10th. You can approximately only have four teams. Baylor is the only one-loss Power 5 team that he's got under Utah. He's got him trailing all the other one-loss teams. And he's just one guy, and he's not on the playoff committee. But that's who is this? Dennis Dodds, CBS. I think it's just Dodd. Dodd, yes. Dennis Dodd. All right. We can pick this debate up tomorrow. We will. And tomorrow night. We will. We'll get the playoff committee rankings. Tonight, we'll get the Jazz and the Minnesota Timberwolves. So we'll have that for you tomorrow morning as well. We'll see you right back here. DJ and PK. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.